Today's podcast is sponsored by Tennessee Craft Beer Magazine. Find them online at tncraftbeermag.com. There, you'll find digital copies of their magazine, along with a statewide brewery map, events calendar, and you can even subscribe to their print edition. It's a magazine. You don't have to hide in your sock drawer. That's right. Tennessee Craft Beer Magazine, a mag you don't have to hide in your sock drawer. Well, hey, this is Chris Hill. This is DJ Loop. And uh, this is another fantastic episode of our Humble Beer Podcast. DJ, it's been a little while. It's been a little while. We've been ships passing the night. I know. Taking care of people, little ones, and not all the kinds of um, fun stuff and having a few beers along the way. Yeah, the only the only drunks I've been seeing recently have been my baby being milk drunk. Yeah, we all I went through that and... I, th- I guess they'll go through that every day. So <laughs> that, that glazed look when they want a little bit more. Are you breastfeeding? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like the self-expression. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hear I hear that's the way to go. It is. It's yeah. the way to go. Good, good way for dads. I, I always think of that. It's, um, it's a joke for all our, our lactation consultant listeners. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or any any man who's had to support their wife through, um, you know, their first child and, and all of that entails. So. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it has been a little while, and uh, man, there's a lot to catch up on. Um, babies, of course. I know we're, we're talking about that first, and guys, I'm sorry. I know you tuned in to talk about craft beer. You didn't expect the bottles we talked about to be full of milk. Um, so, so sorry. We'll, we'll get through this quickly. But um, but yeah, I just had my first son, um, Aiden Christopher, and he was born on November 2nd. So not too long, about you know two and a half weeks after... Or since uh, since then, we're sitting here drinking a beer and celebrating that. We are. We also got another friend, James. Was it James Andrew? Yes. Yeah, it's the Brew Babies. We meet up. No, Andrew. Andrew James. I, did, I get it backwards every time. Yeah, because, Rachel, because it's, it's going to be Avit, Aiden, and, and Andrew, Andrew. The Brew Babies. The Triple A so, Brew Babies. So the Triple A Brew Babies. So we. I got onesies in the works already. So um, as you should. But yeah, it's, it's kind of cool, um, kind of people in the, and there's been a couple other um, um, births and um, um, pregnancies and stuff in the um, in the craft beer world. So it's kind of cool yeah. to see um, um, us uh, craft beer people multiplying. Our little circle of friends, <laughs> yeah, um, 28 years for, for um, you know, full maturation, and then, and then we'll have another... You know, round of brew babies. There you go. All around the same age. So it's going to be fun. But, um, but yeah, so been doing that. Um, you know, we would just released, I think our last episode was the negative three. We did that one actually a while back. Um, sorry, y'all, about taking so long to get some of these episodes out, but it's been um, heck of a year. And um, it's, we should start stabling, stabilizing and, you know, evening out as we go along. So expect to hear more from us and consistently going forward. But, 
Yeah, with that said, DJ, you um you just took a big trip recently. Yeah, I'm the um, former manager of the Beard and Beer Market. He got married. Married. Dylan Holland, congratulations. I mean, awesome. So they had lots of beer at their wedding. Jackie O's Brewing Company kind of um they had they had their their um um they had their um, what's it called? Rehearsal dinner. That's what I'm going oh, for. Oh, yeah, at Jackie O's, which I w- um, um was able to visit. I went to the Sodder House and went to um, Devil's Kettle Brewing Company and went to um, what was that other one? Little Fish hmm. Brewing Company. Yeah, they were they were all unique and um, the the guy at the um, um, uh, Little Fish um, I, I, put it, I can't really put it nicely. He was a dickhead, but it, it was it was funny. <laughs> put this no, I can't. He's yeah. a dick. He was funny. It was it was it was on purpose that way. Like that was just his personality, and so my wife just kept on playing, act, like asking stupid questions. Yeah, just kind of just um, I'm, I'm like, well, I'm gonna if he's gonna be that way, I'm I'm gonna make him that. It was and it was made the quite uh, um, the fun experience there. So, um, yeah. but we got to try all the try their beers and um, and have some comedy with it. So, um, then um, um. Uh, Jackie O's was a cool little brew pub. Um, they had a lot of lots of different um, styles and flavors and stuff. And I'm I'm just trying to think. It's been so. It's it was last week, so I'm trying to think of. Um, what was the one that really hit me off? There was a shoot. I had to look it up. It was a lot of good beer. A lot of good beer. A lot of good beer. So much you don't even remember. Yeah, um, the um. Um, Devil's Kettle. I have a growler, a growler of it at home, and I should have brought it. The one thing you're talking about, yeah. you didn't bring over. I, know. I, I meant to, I meant to grab it and didn't bring it. Um, they had, uh, um, uh, it was a, it was like a, a amber lager, mm. and it was like crisp, clean, and like refreshing, and it was like seven point five percent. It was dangerous. Oh, that is dangerous. It was like a high. It was so. So it wasn't boozy. I mean, because a lager. I mean, it. it, it, it I mean, I'd look it up, but it's. It was delicious. It was kind of. It was just. It was. It was just really crisp, cream light. Had flavor to it, but it had no boozed flavor to it at all. Mm. And it was just one of those beers. As you were drinking it, and you're just like, oh, you just give me another one, and you're like, oh, it's seven point five. You're like, oh no, seven point five. Yeah. So like after after your third one, it was like. It was delicious. So, man, I'm I'm already jealous of that. And you didn't bring that tonight. I did not bring that tonight. Oh, I meant to. I meant, shame on you. I meant to bring it. It was a whole growler. I didn't. I brought a lot of a lot of beer. So, yeah, you did. You did bring a lot of beer, and I'm very grateful. And picked a good night because we, um, you know, it's the week of Thanksgiving this week, and we've got, you know, my my in laws in town, and so they're they're probably down there drinking all your beer right now. It's it's pretty awesome. So yeah. Um, well, that's, that's really cool. So, um, so sounds like you've had a lot more beer adventures than I have recently. I've been pretty, um, neutral when it comes to beer because, uh, well, you know, I've been kind of homebound watching a baby (laughs) and all that that entails. So, um, so yeah. So what, um, I guess moving on, what about, you know, we, we wanted to talk a little bit about Knoxville and just kind of the year in review and beer. Um, Oh, what'd you find? It's. It was an imperial blonde. Oh, there we go. That's what oh, it was. I'm sorry, that that makes more sense. It's not than a lager. They have it. They they had a um, Hellas lager and they had a um, Dunkel lager. 
which that's why I was getting confused backwards Man. there. But the Spotter Silk Imperial Blonde, seven and a half. Mm. And it was um, really light, clean, crisp, with with a good kick. Yeah. So that's something I've actually started really appreciating in my beers is light, crisp, and clean. And I think that comes after so long of like drinking nothing but IPAs. Um, you know, well, I shouldn't say nothing but, but, you know, heavily on the IPA side, like it's really been um, a good experience for me going back to those cleaner beers. And you, I mean, you started your year out with um, drinking Pilsner and Prague. Yeah. I so mean, like, I mean, that, that, that was, that was your start. So that's, they kind of kicked off your year. Uh, yeah. I, I set off, I set off the year with high expectations. I did. I was in Prague. We saw fireworks in Prague, which by the way, fireworks in on new year's put fireworks in Knoxville to shame. <laughs> it was an incredible experience. They also have no fireworks laws over there, um, which makes a big difference in um, the ability for, you know, people to, you know, see the firework, like, you know, people were going off and shooting off like um, those box of mortars. Like they literally lit a box of mortars within five feet of a bunch of girls. um, And they all screamed bloody murder. And those girls were within like 10 feet of me. So like, like right next to us, like people were just shooting stuff off unexpectedly and just going crazy. So it was just insane for about, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour of just like people shooting fireworks off and stuff. It was beautiful too. Um, and the best part about it is I've got all these photos I haven't edited and put up yet. So I, I still need to do that. But, um, you know, I think I've already talked at length about my time in Prague, so I won't, I won't go into too much about that right now, but, um, but yeah, it, it started out with a, a bang, no pun intended. And of course we also went to the, um, the local monastery that was on top of the hill and had their beer locally brewed, um, you know, to kick off our new year. So yes, I have been a little bit spoiled with craft beer already in this year. Yeah, but yeah, or just just kick off the year. Yeah, but I'm gonna say you you started with a the pilsner, right? That and, too, yes, and, and that kind of like dictated your kind of what what you were into for the entire year. Well, it it set the tone because you know I. I've, I've realized like one of the things I've noticed, especially with IPAs and stuff like that is like this feeling of constantly being bloated when I drink. And so, you know, not to say I want to drink more all the time, but it's nice to know I can go out and have a beer and I don't feel like, Oh man, I'm just, you know, sitting here gaining weight. And so, um, you know, I think that that just kind of put me in a place where I was like, Oh yeah, there there's lighter beer that still has a, has a really good flavor to it and a really good profile. And, um, and yeah, it kind of turned me on to it. It also helps that I found unfiltered Pilsners over there. Um, you know, and those were a big trend at the time. And so I've, I brought that back and introduced you to them. And again, I think we've mentioned it on the podcast, but I mean, you had it at your birthday party. That Southern Gothic. Southern Gothic by Sierra Nevada. It is my beer of the year for me personally. It's pretty much my go-to. I mean, and, I mean, I was. I mean, I like the fact that the um, the unfiltered IPAs came in. That was the New England style, the juicy IPAs. It, it kind of yes. it kind of went went away a little bit from the bitter, um, right? And, and I think that was more approachable for for non craft beer drinkers. So that mm-hmm. was a good. I think that was kind of a cool kind of style. I mean, all, all the cool kids were doing it this year. That's I, that's oh yeah. That Every was brewery. That was my line when I when I walked in and so give me give me give me what the cool kids are drinking. And, <laughs> and so, because I, 
I've almost, I mean, of course, I'm going to go with its style. Like, I'm going to try the new style. What, what's the fad? If, sure. it's, if it's new sour, the bread, or the um, the saison, or whatever, whatever is the, the hot thing, I, I want to mm-hmm. try just like everybody else does. But I still have my, my reliables that I'm always going to drink. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, and as you, as you get older, you feel and feel like you just, you felt you, you go back to what you just, what you normally like. Right. And so, and for me, it's always going to be just a good clean pale ale and just um, something that's got some hops to it, but, but it's super drinkable. Like, I, I guess we're fanboying out on, on, um, Sierra Nevada day, like, like a Sarah, yeah. Zach, a classic Sierra Nevada pale. Well, in. And, and for those who may not have heard, the reason we're fanboying out on it is I brought back a unfiltered Pilsner with me from Prague. And when I got back and finally had a chance to sit down with DJ, we actually shared that unfiltered Pilsner. And um, the thing that tasted the most like it right after we had it was Southern Gothic. I think, yeah. And and so for us, that was kind of like, oh, wow, this is really good. So if you've not tried Southern Gothic yet this year, I found it a couple weeks ago at a local Kroger. So I'm assuming it's pretty easy to find still. And also I think, I think the highlight of my, my 2018 was out um, getting, getting to meet and hang out um, with um, Black Abbey and Carl and, and doing our, doing our, um, that Nashville trip, trip, doing our Nashville trip was super, super, super fun. That happened. um, Carrying that inside joke. Yeah. Though the horny bunny over to, um, over to Jackalope was just probably one of my favorite moments on the podcast. Yeah, this past year that was that was fun and and, and just to, I mean the, now that we I think we've settled in uh, as as a city, uh-huh. um, as um to a craft beer almost schedule. You're, mm-hmm. you're gonna have your springtime releases and your springtime events and you're gonna have your festivals and stuff. And I think the festival like we everybody we've everybody does the festival but i think you have each festival has its own group of people that that okay well, i like this festival i like this that festival and everything has its uh it has kind of worked its way out like everything like, oh how is the city going to support this and support these breweries and support this these festivals and stuff like that but i think it's worked its well out way out and i was i was i was super excited to see like the um and the the multiple multiple oktoberfest this year Yes, um, I think I think that's something the um, the city has um, um, embraced is um, Oktoberfest and where it went started from six a.m. at the Beard and Beer Market. Now it's in Wishfield's Brown Town. There's seven different one of them. Yeah, and yeah. we have a visitor. Yeah, we do. Um, I think we need to take just a two second break and come back. Alrighty, and we are back after that baby break. The baby, that was amazing. The, the baby break. The baby break. Hope you all enjoyed that. Of course, you didn't because you couldn't hear anything. Well, I have a feeling that we'll, we're we're going we're going to get more baby breaks. <laughs> and see, so see this, and the fact that we have the podcast is going to be a perfect excuse for us to get together. And, I know, and just um, and let our kids just play uh-huh. uh, from, from now on and stuff. So it's going to be it's going to be great. I, I feel there's going to be a lot of future episodes that it's going to be interrupted by. Hey, Dad, watch this. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, that'll be. That'll be the day. Yeah. That will be the day. So, dads and beer. But where were we? Uh, we were we were talking about New England IPAs. I think we were talking about 2018. In 2018, in general, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was about 2018 think, New England IPA. Same thing. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, I was, it was and and 
I really like that that Nashville trip. I hope we hope we get to do more trips this oh, yeah. this, this year and 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 well, talk. I think I think the trips are out for this year, but going into 2019, yeah. I think we or definitely need to pick some up. 20, 2019, yeah, yeah, do some more um, um, trips coming up in 2019 and and visit more some more breweries and do some cool stuff like yeah. like we did with in, in Nashville and kind of I mean, but but then also we have. We have plenty of breweries here in Knoxville. We got to interview. Right. We have to get a bridge done. We have to get oh, yeah. Elston. We ha- we got to get we got a ball that we've talked to Balter and well, pretentious. So we got we right. we have we we have endless amounts of content with we, people to interview. We need we and, need to interview all the local breweries, and that's and that's something I was realizing the other day was like we interviewed you know we interviewed Crafty we interviewed um, sorry Crafty Bastard Brewing. Um, Crafty Bastard, um, Alliance, and um, why am I drawing a blank on the third one? Who else did we interview? What? Oh, oh, Pretentious. Pretentious, pretentious. yeah. And um, oh, the, oh, sorry, bus, yeah. sorry, Matt, I did not forget you. Um, I have been in baby world, um, as I know you know and you get. But it, anyways, um, but, um, but yeah, we interviewed all three of them, and then, of course, Zach and We've been we've been engaged with them a bunch, and we see them around. We hang out, we talk. But yeah, no, we need to have them back on the podcast, and we need to have all these other new breweries that have sprung up. And yeah, there's there's a ton more to come in in the next year, um, as far as that goes. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to to kind of get back into um, the craft beer scene anymore. And I think we got a Cabba meeting coming up or oh, Christmas man. party yeah. coming up. So Christmas party, so bottle share. Christmas party bar we sell it so we'll be able to uh to um I think uh, make some contacts and get some people down pin them up and get them down right for the podcast so it's right. gonna, that'd be interesting and get get out, get a lot of the the dirt and the scenes and stuff and, and to see what's gonna what's gonna happen and and, and what do you think 2019 will hold for Knoxville or, oh, or Southeast. Well, well, before and just before Knoxville. we jump into 2019, another thing I was happy about this year and really honestly very proud of it was the Knoxville Ale Trail map. I know that's something people have been wanting updated for a while. It's something people wanted Turned changes out on. Thank you. And, you know, I had a big hand in, in making sure that came to life, working with the designer, um, Jason Spade. Um, I say Spadefoot. Spadefoot Media is his, his business, but Jason Shoemaker um, you know, on that. And, um, our buddy Pete actually from uh, print shop was involved as well. And, um, of course all the board at Kaba and stuff. And so we managed to take that from just a, um, you know, just a map to releasing the passport program this year. And if you've not heard of this and you see the maps and you go, Oh, it's just the same map we normally get. No, it's not. The map is different this year. Um, and even the map that's out right now is completely brand spanking new, um, and it has in it a passport. So now you can go around to all the breweries in town and get your passport stamped, and at the end of it, go to one of the passport locations and pick up a T-shirt, which is awesome. So, You'll make it there? Yeah, I'm going to make it. I'm good. <laughs> no, but stuff like that that's making, that's making Knoxville, I mean, the, Kind of on par with some of the other craft beer cities in the, in yes. the country. And it was kind of cool to see Channel Ten News, the, our local news station, did like they ride along with them, um, the brew bus, and kind of looked, stopped at all the breweries on the, right. the eleven o'clock news. I get, I guess it was too race beers too racy for the six o'clock news. I think I think we didn't we talk to a guy like 
local that was saying, hey, we want to do like a Saturday beer thing or something like yeah, that at some point. They hate us now. I don't yeah, know. They, they don't hate us, but you know, know. we're not cool enough. Miss us. Um, another sad thing to happen this year, just I, I know you want to jump on to 2019, but another sad thing to happen this year is Sugar Mamas um, decided to close their doors. Um, and I think have they officially closed? I've been a little out of the loop in the past few yeah, weeks. Yeah, I think they're officially done. Um, and, and that's really sad. We love Mike and Hannah and all the folks over there. Um, you know, that are, that are there working. Um, hopefully if you, if you're hearing this and you didn't know that, um, a, what the heck you should have been down there, you know, supporting them. I can't, you know, can't say that I've been that helpful in the past, you know, three months or so myself just because of life. But, um, but you know, yeah, if you, if you didn't know, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad, but they're coming up with something new and I think that's really exciting. And they, they're doing something that I've always, pivoting. Yeah, I've always it's they're Mike. I'm kind of jealous because he's going to be living out one of my um, dreams in life, and it has been popular across the country. And they they're not calling it this. They're giving proceeds of they're going to they're doing like a brew pub, and yeah, going to, and bakery type deal, and they're going to give proceeds of their um prob, uh, percentages of their profit back to the community. Yeah, which I love, and so that that's been in. They call them philanthropubs. I can't say that word. Philanthropubs. 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 My southernness wants to say it fast. Philanthropubs. Philanthropubs. So, well, you're not supposed to. I mean, southern southern doesn't say things fast. Well, it depends on what part of south you're from. If you're east and sea, we say things faster. We talk faster. That's true. That's true. You would do. If we're in Savannah, Georgia, now you talk like that, and then you can say philanthropos. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, um, but that's all I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. And I've been to one in DC before. Um, and, yeah, I was outside of DC somewhere, and and they and all the, all the distributors and the brewing companies around the area worked worked with the worked with the um, uh, people, and they or worked with the um, the bar, and they would do the pint nights for certain causes, or if like um, I think they even had stuff where like if you had your kid's softball team, you could they could um, donate to donate that. or something like, like that. that. They yeah. do the and so. That's come, that's been always something that I really like because I've always like a pub atmosphere and, and pub culture. Yeah, and then how the history of the pub culture. Because if you think about it, the modern day American craft beer scene and craft breweries is the modern day pub culture. Right, right. So I think we've gone away from the traditional English Irish pub, which actually it's not that much away from traditional stuff because all right. of it, it was cask ales and and each pub was tied to to certain breweries and stuff so it's actually we're my we're not even going back to be more traditional if you think about I, it i think i think it's, we are and i think we're coming back with um a sense of a, a more rational sense i mean part part of what led to the you know prohibition was alcoholism as a disease much in the way that maybe the opioid crisis is today and a lot of that came from the way the communities were founded, but or the the way not communities were founded. Let me rephrase that. You know, a lot of that had to do with the way you know the community worked in those days and the way men handled things. So you know, say what you will about that period of time. Like we didn't have that traditional British pub with an established town. You were people on the frontier. You were moving in, and you had nothing to do at night, so you went and drank. 
you know, and that that created its own issues. But all all that to say, I think we're we're kind of coming back with you know, with more of that community aspect, and I think that's what people are really seeing in craft beer and in these communities is that they can actually go to these places and drink with their friends and have community there. They know they can go back and they know they've got, you know, a good, a safe space or a good place where, you know, they're with like-minded people that enjoy the beer that they do. So yeah, I think that means a lot. And that's one of the things that I love that Mike has always produced just because you know what? I don't believe probably the same way you do, Chris. We don't we don't agree eye to eye on a lot of on issues. Yeah, we do everything down the ticket, down yeah. the ticket. <laughs> and so and so, there's a lot of things in the people in the craft beer industry I don't agree with, and they don't agree with me, and or or. But there's some things there's things that other people agree with, and and vice versa. But think, but it's like a place like Sugar Mamas. It doesn't matter who you are. You, know, you could walk into Sugar Mamas, and you could you were a friend, and you were I think you were you were loved. And it was all about the all about the crap here. And I think that go actually says that it's that's pretty much anywhere in Knoxville, like pretty much any craft beer um, spot in Knoxville. I think really kind of promotes that kind of vibe, which I, would I agree, which I really loved. And and the fact that they're going to hopefully they're going to get up to um, turn the Sugar Mama's closing down to something that's going to be great and it's going to going to um, like be something that's going to help the community and and farm to table right. and stuff like that. And so, um, I think, yeah, I think it's great. And I'm, I'm really happy to see that, that Mike and Hannah are doing that. It's not just shutting down because, you know, they couldn't make it work. It's, Hey, we're closing down because we have a better vision for something else. And we want to go do that. And I think that's admirable. And Mike and Hannah, we wish you all the best with that. We love you guys and, um, and need to have you on to tell us about the new thing you're doing. Um, maybe we can have another podcast where they bring all their baked goods. Um, and maybe we'll both be on like a you know a carb free diet at that time. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. What the baked goods? Uh, no, the the, the, the carb free uh, diet. diet. <laughs> okay, yeah. fair enough. Anyway, anyway, but but yeah. So I mean, looking forward to 2019. Um, you know, I know there was graffiti recently in town that said no more breweries or something like that, which I just think is stupid. I think it's probably some punk college student that just doesn't understand craft beer because they've been you know, brought up to be ignorant by pop culture and the dilly dilly movement and all that silly stuff. But truth be told, I'm actually really looking forward to new breweries that are coming in and to see this craft beer scene expand. I mean, even as, you know, Sugar Mama's, you know, goes goes down and, and shuts their doors, you know, they're rising into something better. And we're going to see that from a lot of other you know, places in town. Um, we've got Else Brewing coming in. We've got, what, Next Level Brewing mm-hmm. coming in. Um, and I think, what, Geezers is still on Geezers, the... Is Geezers still, is operating. They're I operating, think. but I don't think they have a tap room. And you'll no, have they fan, don't have a tap have room. Fanatics tap room coming to right. still on the, in the works. And, right. So you'll have, a lot of, you'll have a lot of different cool spaces. I mean, I, I hear rumor that, you know, there's even going to be some well-known um, breweries in the region that, that does that don't have tap rooms right now that are getting tap rooms, yeah. um, you know, and I, I can't say specifically, I don't, I mean, they didn't tell me not to say, but I don't know if I can really say it on the podcast. I think most people know who I'm referring to already, but um, it's Blackberry farm. I'll just yeah. say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're constructing a tap room, um, you know, or they're, they're hoping to have that done. So, 
um, you know, we got things like that that are happening, and um, yeah, it's it's going to be an exciting year. The um, you know the passport program will continue to be refreshed. Um, the maps will be refreshed, and um, you'll see new maps in the beginning of the year. Um, first quarter, we'll see some new stuff coming out, so you'll see what all the changes have been. Um, but um, but yeah, there's there's just so much going on in this town. What are you looking forward to in 2019, beer wise? Beer wise, I'm uh, I'm, I'm like I said. See, see what's the next big big thing mm-hmm. in, in in town and in craft beer. It's because because every every year is something new and different. This, right, the, the New England IPA craze we were talking about just a little go, a little go, a little bit ago was kind of the is kind kind of the hit was the hit thing and and all all the any new brewery that's opening up and stuff and yeah. as um um uh, my son gets older and I can um and I, he's not that he doesn't need such like. Um, like, the way to put it is like care. You, yeah, he, he doesn't need such you know direct I'm, I'm try, supervision. I'm, 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 I'm direct trying to supervision. I'm not trying trying to be like a sound like a bad father. Here's like, Dude, oh. but by the way, you, you're you're an awesome father. I was a little worried at first, but oh. you you've proven to be an awesome father. No. Well, we were they were all worried. So, <laughs> uh, no, no, but no, but when 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 I can get uh, be able to get out more and stuff like that because he's a year old and it's not like the where it had to be be there 24-7 with the, with the mom and dad so it'd be good to get back out there and get more um, to see more breweries and and um, just get back out and see old friends and hit back, hit back at last days get get there more often have brunch at um, Balter um more often, hang out with my buddy. I mean, I'm at Alliance a lot because it's right next door to my house, and so like, um, of course, um, make um, have pints by the fire at the beard and beer market this this winter as a um, and just just do like the Knoxville the beer scene and be able to kind of get back at it and in it full force where where I haven't been able to since since I have had the baby and. And so, so I've been able to get out there a lot and, and, um, have, see, see a lot of things and do some travels to, to a couple of beer places and, or, uh, breweries and with, um, breweries and cities and different cities and stuff. So why are you, are you taking my photo? I, I am Instagramming right now. Just keep, oh, keep talking. Just keep talking. A, I am distracted with the photo taking right now. I'm sucking in right now. I'm sucking in. But anyway, 2019. It's going to be interesting just to see what 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 new things are on the way and what I mean, what um, what happens. How how do the beer, the breweries in town evolve, and how do they change and stuff like that? It's like because and what what's going to make which one's going to stand out the most and which one's going to um, and what's going to be the new thing. Um, in town and stuff like what, what what's going to be the ne- the next new brewery that that's got everybody talking and stuff like that. So it's going to be it's going to be just an interesting all around to see what happens in the in the um in this in the state to just to can we get some more laws changed? Can we um, improve the if make it easier for to for breweries to start up? I mean, I think we we got to the point in Knoxville where that. They've got it down pat, and the beer city, the beer is changing. Or the beer laws are changing enough and making it easier, easier enough to to open a brewery. But 
if you can have a coffee shop on every corner, you can have a have a craft beer on the every corner. And that's what I that's what I think. Yeah, I, I I mean, if you can have a Starbucks across from a Starbucks that's built into another Starbucks, then then you have enough room for other craft breweries to exist. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I do not think we've reached um, headcount. I'll, I'll go back to an old episode where we talked to Marty Vellis back in the day because um, we've been around long enough to be able to say back in the day in the podcast. Um, we're 47 episodes in with this one, by the way, DJ. Um, I know it's insane, but, um, but, but with that, um, you know, comes, comes that, you know, Marty was talking about how the capacity for Knoxville and he really felt like Knoxville could hold about 50 breweries at full capacity. And I think that there's a lot of validity to that. Yeah. And I think now you're going to start seeing more go out West maybe. Right. I mean, then we then you have the Baker's Creek where that's 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 supposed to that's another that's less than a half mile from my house. By the oh, way, yeah, so, like like you need something a half mile from your house. <laughs> I already got so no taco. So oh man, um, no, but and I got to hang out with the boys from Elst there. So no taco, which was awesome. But oh, uh, man, um, I but, really need Elst is not open yet, right? No, they the um, close. their production is. I noticed that their yes. production and they're out um, at poor and all the flats and taps family, which is so no taco. Cool I, I believe in West at flats and yeah. taps. So I got to hang out. They had del- delicious IPA. Um, awesome. um, um, and I think it was an IPA and a pale, which, um, um, the, both of both beers were delicious and got to, got to hang out with Chris X and a good buddy of mine, which, awesome. which is kind of cool to see. Um, I'm taking, Taking credit, um, <laughs> no, it's like um, the first one. I was one of the first guys he met in Knoxville. So Man, I haven't seen Chris Sexton in and ages. So it was kind of it's kind of cool to see that um, one of, the, and we just hit it off talking over craft beer, talking about um, talking about um, life and beer and and him, him moving in town and and I was like, well, let's go here, well, let's go here. Yeah. So after three, after three on a Friday night after. Hitting three spots and drinking craft, finish, finish, fishing off at Alliance and stuff. We came buddies, and it's kind of cool to see that it went from us hanging out or just meeting him on a whim after he moved into town. And now he's part of a brewery. Yeah, and um, that's all now. It's, it's all the magic. Me. It's the magic of DJ. It's all me. I mean, yeah, so I'm it's, saying it's, it's all. all I'm taking. All I'm him. taking a hundred percent. I'll be the checks in the mail. Right. Um, so no, it's, it's no, it's just really cool to see like, and th- that's the way you go with a lot of friends. Like I have mm-hmm. friends, I have friends at Pen- Brent shop, Pete, I've known him for like eight, eight years at least. I mean, I mean, I've known him ever since the beer market or more, uh, maybe even before that. And it's, it's been cool. Cool. He's part of print shop. It's kind of yeah. cool to see how like I've, um, known people in the beer industry and now they own their own breweries or they're part of breweries and uh-huh. they're man or they're help managing breweries or, or, and they're, and it's kind of, it's kind of cool to see yeah. like people have to people that have been just, been just like me, just regular craft beer drinkers and just hanging out have to have a good time Yeah, to owning and being part of craft brewers and craft beer and making new friendships and going out there and, and seeing like, when you're out at the pub next time and you're having fun or at, at, at your favorite brewery next time and you run and meet somebody new, that could be the next owner and the next craft brewer here in town. Right. Right. So, so it's kind of cool. That we have a, that cool of a community here. We do. We do. 
Yeah, and and I think Knoxville is just going to continue to grow with craft beer in the next year. I think there's a lot of a lot of good growth here as a city as a whole, and um, I think the breweries are going to benefit from that. So, yeah, I'm super stoked about all that coming up. And then and I'm also excited too, just from Humble Beer's perspective. Like I feel like we've got a lot of cool opportunities we've not even discussed beyond just a casual conversation. Um, but we've got some things that are going to open up, I think in the next few years that earn a few years, gosh, a few weeks and months that, um, that, you know, can do that we can do again. And I, like, I really want to get back out to, um, Highland and see them. I mean, we, we were invited out. They were, they're such awesome people and we're so fortunate to know the people we do over there, but you know, they, they wanted us to come out and talk about their brand, you know, getting changed and, we still have yet to do that, but I still think it's a relevant story. I don't think we've lost anything by not doing it right when they released it. Um, and so, you know, to hear why they made those changes, to hear why Scotty's no longer a part of um, a mainstay in the brand, if you will. He's still a part of the brand, but he's not the uh, um, the face of it the way he's been in the past. And to talk about all those changes, I think will be good. And then also to get out there and, you know, to try Cold Mountain again. Um, I know we just passed Cold Mountain season and just passed we're right in the thick we're, of it well we're right in the thick of it we passed the we're past the launch i mean yeah, we're the, past the big release we missed the big party do. we missed the big party you know babies again it's all will, the baby's it's, fault it's all the it's all aiden's fault do you know when the party was what was that date it was november the 12th i think it was the third okay. thursday yeah, so, the big so release like party a few days ago we we just missed it then. yeah so it's not but, that it was like last week right right but but i mean even then like you know, it would be great to go back out there again. I I still remember to this day the cold mountain that I had with coconut infusion. The coconut infused <laughs> cold mountain, which DJ loved so much. He said it was his favorite um, favorite beer of all time. Um, what? Why do you, yeah, why do you had sigh? To, you had to bring up the coconut. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. You don't like coconut. No, it's... It's the devil's fruit or well, whatever it is. It's not, I don't. It's 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 too disgusting to be a fruit. Yeah, I, yeah. It's it's a nut with juice in it. It it's disgusting. <laughs> is it a, is it a fruit technically or is it a nut? It's, it's a fruit. It grows on a tree. It's disgusting. So yeah, I think it's a nut. Or it a fruit. automatically induces vomit. Yeah. Now, but it is a cocoa nut, so it is technically maybe a nut. I, I don't know. I've not I've not ever explored this in any Gosh, depth. I wish we had pocket computers that would let us know information. I know it'd be amazing, but you know what? We're we're too good for that. But yeah, true. But you know what? Speaking speaking of Cold Mountain, um, we we might as well start moving that way into our, um, you know, into talking about Cold Mountain because we actually have with us tonight four years, <laughs> four years of Cold Mountain beer. <laughs> No, no, and, and some of it was saved on purpose, and some of it was so saved was saved on accident, procrastinated. So, so just to take you back with why with why I have you know a 2015 and a 2016 Cold Mountain sitting in my house. Um, the 2015 is um, was saved just because I wanted to age it for a year because the first year we went to Cold Mountain was 2015, and I really enjoyed. Um, you know, the aged beer we had from the year before. So I thought it'd be cool. Oh, I'll save a 2015 beer. And then the, um, the 2016 was done because I was telling a friend about this while we were at Highland recording. He was a friend of mine, um, from college who came in to see the show. And, um, he lives in Portland now. He was visiting Asheville and it just 
serendipitously worked out that he could be there at that time. And so we talked about doing a beer trade. Ben, you're going to lose your beer tonight. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, we have not, not, not been underwood. Um, you're, you're still cool, but, um, Davenport. Davenport. Thank you, Ben Davenport. See, I've almost forgotten your name already. That's how, that's how dead to me you are. No, I'm kidding. I am kidding. Um, but, but seriously, Ben, um, you are losing the 2016 beer flip top that I had saved for you. Cause we were going to do a beer trade and then, um, it just kind of fell, fell to the wayside. And I said, Hey, you know, give me your info. And then he never got back to me. And so I just kind of forgot about it and the beer has been collecting dust. So, um, so we're going to try the 2016 and then DJ has a 2017. <laughs> well, I, I usually buy a couple of uh, bombers every year and for the house and I will have them. I like to have them my cold mountain around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, pre or post celebrations as a part of, I probably get, and I always keep one cause I like to do uh cold mountain in July. Mm. Is there, there's something about like a, a nice cold mountain when, like when nobody else can have one. And, yeah. and I know there's like a thousand people that do, that do that too. And I'm not the only cool one out there, but it makes me think I'm cool. Well, you are, you and, are cool. And, I mean, they, they had cold mountain at Brewfest a couple of years ago. I remember and, like a barrel age they did. And I also got to, 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 to set the record state. Uh-huh. All these cold mountain haters. And there's some out there and I don't know why it's a just a delicious spice ale. Okay. I don't think it's trying to be anything. It's not. Okay. People go, Oh, I don't see what the big craze is. It's tradition. It's something cool. It's something that changes. It's part of the Southern craft beer. Yeah. Okay. Just like it. I mean, I mean, is it just something that people that have been around for, it has been around for so long that some people go, Oh, I don't see the big deal about it anymore. I'm like, it's something cool. That's it's something traditional. Yeah, and it's something that tastes the flavors taste different every year, and it's and it's something that you just, and that's just unique and cool to the South. Yeah, Southern craft beer, and it's part of Southern craft beer history. Right. So uh, if you're a, if you're a cold man, cold mountain hater, you'll hear it from me on the streets. Yeah, yeah. So don't don't be hating, or you'll get it from DJ on the streets. I'm just, you heard I'm just it here on the streets. I'm on the streets. Like, I'm cool like Joe Rogan in this, so I think. Yeah. More more like Prison Mike. Whatever. Yeah. But I'm just saying. You're tough. You're you tough. hear him all the time. Cool, man. It's not cool anymore. It's cool to me. It's still song. cool. It's still cool. So with that said, we've got the 2017 and, of course, we've got the 2018. So um, you're about to hear a, um, I guess, a podcast first doing four years in succession of the same beer. Now we're not going to down like the entire flip top and go on. I mean, it would probably be a more entertaining episode if we did. Um, but we are going to um, drink them. We're going to get some sample cups, I guess up here and, and we're going to enjoy, enjoy the beers we got. We got to do some photo ops and we'll definitely, we got to do some photo ops too. So with that said, we're going to take a break, um, get all that set up and then we will be back up here in apparently the Joe Rogan room. Which yeah, I think is a I'm, terrible name for it. I think it's the Joe Rogan. No, 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 no. Humble Pod. That's that's the name of it's my the Humble Pod. The Humble Pod um, Studios here, and um, and yeah, we'll, we'll be talking soon. Cause I'm down in the bottom of a bottle, and I ain't going- 